Yorana from Tahiti. Welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, I am I am not a serious investor and don't have millions of dollars, but I do check from time to time to see how my IRA is doing. So if you have any money invested in stocks, you've probably heard the greed and fear index. I pulled the following definition from the web the other day. This is how it says, this is what how it defines greed and fear. It has this little needle that shows you how far into the greed we are or how far into the fear the investors are on Wall Street. So greed and fear index relate to an old Wall Street saying that goes, financial markets are driven by two powerful emotions, greed and fear. The greed and fear index is a way to gauge stock market movements and whether stocks are fairly priced. This index is measured on a daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly basis. It is based on the idea that excessive fear will drive down share prices and greed will have an opposite effect. This is due to the fact that investors are emotional and reactionary and set aside self-control and common sense during testing times. During recent days, the index says the market is being driven by extreme greed. I like the last sentence of the definition I just read. This is due to the fact that investors are emotional and reactionary and set aside self-control and common sense during testing times. In other words, fear of losing money can make an investor hurry to sell the stocks that might be valued less tomorrow, and greed can cause investors to hurry and buy stocks they think will rise in price tomorrow. So no matter which motive drives the investor, it's all about making money in the long term. I've talked about motives before on this podcast, but the Greed and Fear Index added strength to what I've been saying. I once gave a talk at BYU entitled, What If Love Were Our Only Motive? In that talk, I suggest that the reason we do things might be more important than what we actually do. Motives are important, very important. Before coming to Tahiti, some would ask, so why are you going on another mission? Sometimes they would say, another mission? You've already served so many, they would say. I wasn't quite sure how to respond to these questions, but I finally settled on this response. Because we want to, and because we can. Some of our closest friends would like to serve a mission, but can't because of poor health or other reasons. Others might have good health, but don't have a desire to serve for a variety of reasons. So we're serving because we want to and because we can. You've heard of the seven deadly sins, pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth. <laughs> I love that. I love that list of sins, pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth. These sins were named by a Christian apologist named Tertullian, who lived 155 to 220 AD, okay, a little while ago. It's an interesting list, and you'll notice that greed is one of the seven. Fear, however, was not included. Fear is a little more complicated a motive, but in the case of the stock market, I like to think of fear as just another form of greed. Fear of losing money is not very different from hungering and thirsting after more money. If someone fears getting hit by a rattlesnake, that is certainly not a sin. But if someone is driven by fear in all kinds of situations, fear can be something we want to avoid. 
I'm reminded of the time I was teaching a missionary prep class at BYU and asked the entire class for a volunteer to stand and recite a verse of scripture they had recently memorized. No one stood up. Not one. So I said, wait a minute. Are you all afraid to try? One student said, uh, not really afraid, just a little uncomfortable. I said, uh, well, that's just another way of saying you're afraid. Then I gave a brief speech on how missionaries volunteer for everything. They should volunteer for everything, even things they've never done before, even things they might be afraid to do. I explained how other class members would help them, that they didn't need to worry or fear about looking dumb in front of their peers if they forgot a word, a phrase, whatever. Then others, including me, we would we would help them. Then I asked again for what volunteers. Nearly all hands went up. I wonder what an investor would say if I asked, do you ever buy or sell a stock out of love? They would probably look askance at me and wonder how to respond. We've seen what happens when greed and fear take over. We've seen the stories of investors who started Ponzi schemes. Sometimes these investors make so much money off of other people. They just can't stop. They have to make more and more. Greed begins to rule them. Relationships mean nothing. Only more money can satisfy. We know we don't need to be an investor to be greedy or fearful. These emotions might enter our thoughts even when we don't seek them. They are the natural man and woman in all of us. I recently watched a devotional with Elder and Sister Suarez presiding. Chad Webb introduced Elder Suarez and said something like the following, quote, In all types of situations, Elder Suarez is concerned about how each person feels. End quote. In other words, Elder Suarez wants to feel, he wants everyone to feel loved and accepted. Relationships are more important than achieving some task. If we achieve a task and cause everyone to feel unwanted or unloved or angry or frustrated in the process, we've done more damage than good. That's why motives matter. Here's the point of all this. Let's review the seven deadly sins again. Pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth. Each of these seven can be overcome if we keep the first two commandments. Love God and love our neighbor. If we love God, pride cannot rule. We won't be full of anger or envy, lust, gluttony, or sloth. All of the deadly sins point toward fulfilling selfish desires. But if our desires are to increase our love for God and neighbor, selfishness, it disappears. And with it, all of the seven deadly sins. In the true Tahitian culture, relationships are more important than accomplishing a task. You feel it when you're around them. Love of neighbor seems to come naturally to them, and they are very open to religion. While affiliation with Christian sects is declining in the U.S., I can find no such decline here. Lots of active Christians in Tahiti, and we are among those with nearly one in ten Tahitians, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They are drawn to God in so many ways. That does not mean that missionary work is easy here, but it is definitely easier here 
than in some other missions, particularly to find people who are willing to listen to the message. My goal this week is to avoid feeling greed or fear and to worry more about relationships than task accomplishment. I hope you'll do the same. And I hope if this is helpful, you'll share it with a friend. Thanks, Maruru, and we will see you next time.